0: Hello, and welcome to Dicebreakers, a d podcast on stream with mostly accurate roles and inconsistent character voices. I'm Alex, your host and DM, and with me are Greg, Mark, Simon, and Joe, my wonderful players. I didn't mention earlier that Purdy's not with us, um, which oh, she is not, rip. so uh, sorry for that. And um, RIP,
1: nothing chat. Who's Purdy?
2: <laughs> I mean. thought Freddy was going to be like, healing, and he healing
0: died 30 years ago. Oh. <laughs> How are your breaks? Um, I have got a cold coffee, I've got some lemonade, and I went into my new conservatory. And It is literally, and I mean actually by the word literally, a sauna in there. It is so hot in there. Plastic, you, roof,
1: uh, plastic sheet open roofing. Windows before we're presumably sleeping in there? You're not going to be sleeping
0: in there. God, no.
3: Okay.
0: No. Might be dying. It actually in there. gets pretty cool at night. It would get cold at night, and I it would be lovely. Anyway, the point is, uh, we're back into uh, d So, before the break, you all had the second half of your Mundane. Which meant you went through uh, a few lessons like theory on studies, combat tactics, arcane theory, subterfuge, botany, law, and enchantment. Learning a little bit of all of those and meeting new professors. After this, a couple of you went to see uh, uh, the arcane theory professor, whatever the hell his name is. Uh, who, was, who, was, who was grumpy? Morthagus? yeah, Professor Morthargas, who was a little grumpy, but he did agree that seeing as Cromwell thinks that their magic is completely unique, uh, to in the morning, the Tuesday morning at 9am, to see an example of this and hopefully not be disappointed. Um, at the same time, or should I should say slightly earlier in the day, uh, Maisie went to see Velka, uh, Professor um, and and Asked about chain knives, whether or not she could learn to use a chain knife, because it seemed pretty damn cool. And Velka was like, "I right, do some, you know, looking into it, a bit of initiative, and then maybe I'll teach you some stuff. So, she and Carly went over to the library to find some stuff. And what they did find was, in fact, that the braces that Carly had brought to university, had like a bit of a family relic, are, in fact, probably made by uh, <laughs> Professor Vassvast, Achelion Vassvast, and are possibly magical? I don't know what's up with that. Uh, Also, Kale and Cromwell had a little bit of a magical show off and we discovered that it is, in fact, possible for Cromwell to make someone believe they're drowning, which is horrifying. So, the night has passed. You're all slept and feeling uh, happy. I'm going to switch this music away from uh, my own music. I'm not going to toot my horn that much. And, um we will go on to the Tuesday morning. Now, I'm pretty sure all of you are going to be getting up fairly early, maybe not Maisie because you have a 10 o'clock start. Yeah.
2: Oh, also, question. Um, we, have we leveled up recently uh, at all?
0: No. Nope. Cool. Okay. We're not doing, like, XP level ups. I will tell you very okay. specifically when you level up. It is, it is um, sort of staged. So! In the morning on the Tuesday, obviously I'm not going to go into all of the lessons every time, otherwise this would literally go on forever. But, uh, (laughs) Neva heads off to Botany, um, Kale and Samir, you both head to Theology, and I do believe one Cromwell would be heading over to the arcane, Arcanum, 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 to test out some magic, yes?
1: Yes, I would be there ten minutes early.
0: Ten minutes early, you're standing up eagerly, the door is shut, so it's third floor I believe um, one of those floors, uh, the door would be shut. And as you're standing there, probably a little nervous, your heart beating a little bit, um, you hear a bit of a... ...thump, thump, thump of a umbrella hitting every single step going up the stairs. Until there's eventually a, you there's see... There's not a lift for this guy? <laughs> until eventually you see, um, peeking around the corner, your professor who's... <laughs> ...clunk, clunk, who gets to the top... <laughs> Right. Okay. Uh, see what you've got. And he uh, lifts up his umbrella, just sort of pokes up. the door, which you had already tested and was locked, and it just opens up. Just the powerful magic. And you enter into what is quite an interesting room. I believe you may have... No, I don't think you've seen it before. Quite an interesting room. It's big and square, just the size of the entire building. Um, and there's only one structural feature inside which is to your right as you step in a sort of bunker think uh in a hospital when you get an x-ray that kind of like thick bunker that the x-ray technician will go into to protect themselves it's that kind of a look with a thin uh sort of, or like sorry not a thin like a a gap uh of thick glass or something that means they can see through and they use some chairs and other things inside of that little area and a door obviously in the actual room, there's a collection of, like, wooden dummies, some, like, uh, practice targets, all sorts of things that would be useful for practicing magic. And the walls have this uh, strange shimmering texture to them. Um, kind of like they're brick and then wood and then some kind of veneer or force field or something that seems to just be sort of like a protection. Um... Uh, Understandably. And this protection goes over this little bunker in the corner as well. And as you, you know, you step in and you... Right! First things first. Why do you think you're special?
1: Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say uh, that I think I'm, I'm special. It's more no, just that these things Don't be happen. modest or anything.
0: Tell me. What makes you uh,
1: This all kind of came out of nowhere. I, I've never been to magic school before. I don't have any formal education. Um, and suddenly I can just do something. And some of them are like minor things. Like I would imagine you'd not be very impressed. Well, I doubt you'd be very impressed with any, any of it at all. But um, some, I, I just seem to be able to hurt people a lot um, or, or make them feel bad in their heads. Really? And I, I'd like to not lose control of that, um, if that is a possibility.
0: Well, the good news is, usually, natural magic doesn't go away unless, complex uh, uh, rituals and things. Um, He sort of reaches into a little bag at his side and pulls out what initially just looks like a hairband, but a little thinner, like it would only cover part of the head. Then he kind of like presses a button at the back and it flicks sideways and it ends up being evidently a sort of like a thin head shape where two little bars would go around the side of your head, one little bar would go over the top of your head, and there's sort of ridges on it, and a couple of, like, gems and runes and things, arcane of some kind, and just pops that okay. onto your head. Oh, uh, t- uh, what,
1: what, what t- does t- that do? a doing?
0: little, t- turns a little thing at the back that just makes you go, <laughs> and, like, t- can tie it into what? your tiny little head. It says, what, right. What does that mean? I, it'll tell me uh, some things about your magic and the sauce, and all that kind of thing. So, show me some magic. There's some, uh, some, uh, dummies over there. They will work as though they are living creatures. Okay. Um,
1: do you want me... Do you want me to just do, like, the the, the main things or do you want me to just demonstrate all of it? I, I, I'm not super... I don't have a lot of stamina, so the bigger things I can only do, like...
0: Show fights. me some magic, we'll worry about that in a second.
1: Okay. Whatever uh, you think so will impress me. Um... Okay, I'm going to I'm going to start off with simulate drowning then. So I'll I'll take out my little wand, point it at the chest of one of the mannequins, make a kind of a circular motion, cast simulate drowning.
0: Sure. You are very aware that the spell is working, but obviously there's no reaction from the mannequin yeah. because it's not actually a living thing. Um but as you sort of like peek out the corner of your eye, you can see uh the professor's not looking at the target anyway. They're looking at the help your head, the little thing that's on your head, and they've got a bit of like a mm, yeah. Next.
1: Um, I can, I can tell t- tell you what s- some some of it is. So I can make myself look different. Um, do it. And I can, if I do that, I can't do some other stuff. But I, okay, I'll do that. Uh, I will cast disguise to make myself look like a short version of Cal we met yesterday. Okay.
0: So you do that, <laughs> and again, he's he's analysing this little uh, sort of helmet type thing. Okay. And then you do you turn back
1: uh no it lasts for an hour so i'll, I'll keep it like that <laughs> uh, what else um i will do uh, a, a quick press of digitation uh just to create like um a small like harmonica in my hand and then it disappears uh is there any water in the room
0: if you do you ask him yeah i'll ask there's uh, just sort of Taps on the ground and, uh, you know, like a sort of like a weird sequence, kind of like he's outlining a rune and at one sort of, uh, kind of close to the center, of, uh, like a elevator style out of the ground uh, panel sort of comes up, you know, where from, but it sort of comes out. There's just a bucket of water.
1: Yeah. I will do shape water three ways, uh, like I'm on MasterChef. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I'll make it swirl around. Uh, turn pink, and then have, uh, I can animate it to form simple shapes. So you can tell me how, whether or not this is too complicated or not, but I will then have dolphins
0: jumping around in it. I reckon they wouldn't be, like, highly detailed. They'd probably be more, like, little tubes, but, you know.
1: Yeah. Um, and then I will do, uh, Mage Hand, and I will, the little, the tentacle come out the end of the wand, and just start carrying the bucket around. Um, and then I will summon uh, Inky, Pinky, Blinky, and Clyde uh, as well. Um, so the little, like luminescent jellyfish, kind mm-hmm. of pop out the out the wand and start the swirling around as
0: well. He's paying attention mostly to this uh, again, this head headdresser Every time you do things, uh, when you sort and of, and then I'll,
1: I'll do a, I'll do a one jab at the mannequin and do mind sliver as well
0: to finish off. And once you sort of pause and look at him, he's like, anything else?
1: Uh, I- I- have kind of used up my- my- my magical stores. He uh,
0: grabs his, uh, umbrella, like, throws it up and grabs it by the middle, and just sort of, like, bonks you on the head with the, um, with the- the-, the handle, and it, immediately you're like, what the hell? But you feel this, like, surge of, uh, magical refresh through you, just get your spell slots back. Oh,
1: great. Very useful. Oh, where was that umbrella last come from? <laughs> That's <laughs> the most powerful magical item we've ever come across. <laughs> Uh, I was like, "Could you just like throw a throw a rock at me or something?" <laughs>
0: Steps, or backwards.
1: maybe not. Maybe not a rock. We're in a tower. Maybe like a, a pen.
0: He goes, goes back a little bit from you, points his uh, umbrella at you, and then like a gun sort of holds it, and then <laughs> a little solid nothingness, like a cylinder of no particular uh, object, just sort of fires out towards you.
1: Pre- presuming that this would work as part of kind of the, the test, I will then cast. Um, mm-hmm. Mechanically, I'll cast shield. What will actually happen is uh, an ethereal tentacle will come whooshing out of the air, kind of fading in, grab it, slam, throw it to the ground, and then fade back out as part of its kind of like arc through the air. Um, sure. Do shield, and then I'll do. Uh, I kind of struggle with the last one, uh, and I'll just uh, look at the mannequin, uh, and I'll just
0: say pain. And cast dis- dissonant whispers. Okay. So once you're going through that, you're probably a little out of breath having done. Yeah. It's like the most magic in a row you've ever done.
1: Yeah. Like the things are still swirling around, <laughs> the adult, <laughs> dolphin shapes are still going in and out of the bucket. I'm
0: like. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as you appear to be done, he grabs the thing off, you know, twists it so it like, releases from your head, takes it, <laughs> flicks it back into uh, one um, sort of. Uh... is it? I'm just gonna... Close down... Did the, uh,
1: did the door close behind us, by the way, or Oh, yeah, the door
0: would have closed behind. It's all very sealed Then yeah. It turns back into, like, that little headband thing, like, one sort of unit, and then he uh, just starts looking at it. You, there's, like, some flashing gems on it. You have no idea what this is really, but evidently he knows what it's saying, so it's important to hear this. Right. Interesting. Well, I have a few notes. Firstly, for someone with no formal training, you seem to have a fairly... Uh, good hold over your magic. Uh... Obviously, there's an area for improvement, uh, simple stuff, but why else would you be at university? Um, I'm definitely interested to explore this some more. Um, interesting point. Uh, you say you don't know where your magic is from, but I want to talk into that more, because this is not, this is not standard humanoid magic. We have sorcerers, we have clerics, all the the, the bollocks that goes around that. But it's not, um, standard Oh, should, should I be concerned about that? I don't know. I need to do more tests. You don't seem to be affected by it. This isn't deteriorating your condition, though you do look gaunt. Maybe you just need to eat some more food. But, um... I've been
1: trying that recently. The, the food here has been excellent. Um, mm. so I'll, I'll, I guess we'll, we'll see if that So we'll works.
0: do some more tests. Uh, what's this? Let's do... um Weekly, Tuesday mornings. I want to see you more.
2: And, oh, okay. and, and
0: in the meantime, I want you to, if you uh, use your magic in any way legally, um, as long as the gods don't know, uh, just um, note down effects, feelings, powers, anything, anything.
1: Okay, okay great.
0: Good. Uh Thank, thank you. In fact, no, uh, I tell you what, and he uh, goes back into his bag and takes out a little brooch that looks very similar to the, the helmet thing, like same aesthetic design, and he just, as you've got at this point, he doesn't really have like personal boundaries, just sticks it onto your uh, onto your jacket. But as soon as he sticks it onto your jacket, you feel a sharp little pain, like something's just gone sort of dunk, into you, and then he pulls it away, and it's now flashing a beep, and he says, right, yes, now I'll be able to, every time you come back, I'll be able to take in the information of what magic you used. And then just puts that back in his bag. Absolutely oh, no okay. question of asking you for this, but he's done it.
1: Does <laughs> um, Does this mean that you, uh, I that I could consider myself to be an apprentice of yours? Yeah, we'll so see about apprenticeship have some, some some research.
0: Um, research, research. Uh, next time, I'll, I'll I'll write some formal uh, mumbo jumbo on a contract for next time you come back. Maybe we can. Uh, in fact, yes. In fact, uh, if I can count you as part of my research, you know, I can get some more funding, and maybe some of that can trickle down to you. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that'd be that'd be great. That uh, that that sounds awesome. Uh, thank you, Professor. Um, is there anything else I should be on on the lookout for? You said not humanoid. Yes. That is
0: um, what I, said.
1: I I I got out. Uh, okay. Um. I'll 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 just trust that if there's something I should worry about, that you'll tell me.
0: Well, no, until I see it.
1: That. Okay.
0: Good. (laughs) Right. Well, I'm very busy. I will see you uh, next Tuesday or in class. And he yeah, see in class. Spins around on the spot and (laughs) talks away. You know, the 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 click of the the bottom of the um, umbrella every step. Okay, down the stairs.
1: I'll. I'll stay where I am. I'll kind of dismiss the lights and <laughs> yeah. Is the platform that the bucket came on uh, disappeared, or is that
0: still there? No, the ball bo- the bucket of it. it kind of um, imagine when it came up, it was like the floor opened. It came up and made the floor mm. again. So it's kind of just a bucket set. Okay,
1: I'll just I'll just put it back on the floor where it where it came from. <laughs> yeah. then. Uh, and then. Is there in is that was the only door here the one that was leading into this room or does it go anywhere else? The
0: only door is the one leading in and then the one that leads into that corner like protective room thing. Okay.
1: And so, are there any windows? No. Cool. Okay, so I will I will vacate and head back to yeah. uh back to the flat, Cause you I don't out, think we've got door door anything floor, else door door like the rest of the morning.
0: Uh yes, yeah, so you don't have anything until after lunch. If you get a nice yeah. easy morning. Look at you going. Meanwhile, of course, Maisie, uh, you've moved into... as well, at this point, uh, Theology is going. You two are in a nice double Theology, which I'm sure is long and very painful to... to and, well, actually, with Theology, it's not that bad. Um, the Professor is you know, one of the easier ones to listen to, so therefore you can sort of... Uh, not necessarily relax, but your brain isn't quite as stressed. And then halfway through that, Maisie, uh, you go into Psychology, your second lesson blasting through all of this information again you are i'm paying attention this time paying attention this time you remembered to bring a notepad you remembered to bring a pen um <laughs> i had
2: coffee an hour ago
0: well i imagine uh you came out in the morning and on the table with a little note that says Maisie, which has been it was in neva's handwriting it's just like a pad and a pen <laughs> um so you definitely couldn't forget it uh yes and then well, i could well and then after you've all had these lessons, it hits about 11 o'clock and you've all got like two hours for, for lunch. So uh, you're coming from Valina Cathedral, Rathningham Court and Calorie Quad. So all of you are in completely different places. So you probably meet
2: directly after psychology and following Professor Grenfell to our office hours.
0: Sure. sure. So you, uh, of course, uh, let me just bring up the right thing. Uh t- t- uh, da, 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 I know what I am There it is So You go into those office hours Of course Um, I say I opened the wrong th- The right thing I then just Didn't I'll Open the wrong thing <laughs> I didn't open the wrong thing I just have a lot of tabs In the Excel document Okay <laughs> Right Okay So you get over to Her office as she as she gets there, she probably has not noticed that you're like following particularly not because you're sneaky, just because there's so many people around all the time. No,
2: I'm super stealthy. Uh,
0: well, you can maybe believe that. And um, she walks in <laughs> closes the door behind, of course, and you get around the corner to her office and. Uh, knock on the door. If you're knocking on the table, it's not coming through. Yes. And <laughs> you, I, am. I hear a little. Hello.
2: Hello. Okay, last
0: week, oh yes, stuff. yes, 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 yes. Hi. Um, she's sitting. So her office is actually quite nice. Uh, a lot of pastel colours of things on the walls, not like frilly oh, anything. No. Just like some nice pastel colours. It's a lot brighter in here very than bright. some of the office, other yeah. offices. And she's sitting there, legs crossed, um, sort of leaning back a little bit in her chair. Um, and you know there's sunlight coming through, making it look uh, very aesthetic.
2: Macy and... in all black, looking very out <laughs> yeah. She says, please, take a seat.
0: Okay. And she gets up, she gets her, she does the, she dons the old, you know, um, psychology, uh, therapist sort of thing and crosses her legs and gets her little notepad and like, sir, you wanted to, uh, to talk about, uh, I believe some powers or magic that you had that you were curious about
2: and its origins. I mean, I was just having headaches when I initially spoke to you, and I thought I heard someone um, nearby, but I wasn't sure. But uh, after this week, it was—it's a little weirder. Interesting. Um, so,
0: when you say you're hearing people, are you thinking this is uh, voices in your own head, voices from an ethereal plane, or voices from somebody else's head?
2: No idea. Okay.
0: No, this is okay. Don't worry. Well, I want to run a little experiment, uh, assuming that you aren't hearing anything right now. Um, I have uh, a little uh, tiara I'd like you to wear. I know, not your usual aesthetic, but it should help to increase the power of such things. It won't necessarily work. It's not necessarily on the same frequency, but I use it sometimes to help people who are struggling with... Uh, hearing other people's voices, or just extending, uh, like an antenna. So, if you don't mind, and she steps back, opens a, a little chest, and this is a very, very, uh, like, princess-y tiara. Sort of a silvery, <laughs> white-gold colour with a few jewels in it. It's an, a really Are there interesting... windows in the room? Uh, yes, there's one behind her. A really interesting... gets up and close to the blinds.
2: <laughs> uh, would you, though, in somebody else's <laughs> yes. office? Yes.
0: Um, so she gets out this, it's very right, the jewels and stuff on it, this interesting, and one, like, long point at the top, very much like an antenna and as she does that, she's like, don't you worry about people seeing you, Macy. I can't risk that. <laughs> wow. Well, anyway, if you would put this on your head. Okay. Okay. And then, once you put on, uh, uh, her head, she casts a little spell of her own, um, you don't recognize it, almost ritualistic, with a little, uh, uh a couple of little, sort of, papers and things that she's using. And, uh, she says, right, I'm going to try and, uh, push my thoughts in a, in a sort of an outwards direction, a little more loudly. I'm not going to place them in your head, but I want you to concentrate hard and see whether or not you can hear what I'm thinking. I'm going to be thinking of a shape, and I want you to tell me what it is, if you can. Don't worry if you can't. So she <laughs> looks at you very much in the eye, possibly a little awkward on your, uh, your side, and, uh, at this point, I'm assuming you try your best to... Yeah, yeah, and I try your best. And I try like, to I try to the the listen
2: like, like like I like I would any, if anyone was talking about something interesting. Or something. What dice. do you want me to
0: roll the dice? Uh, sixteen. Sixteen. That's fine. You've never really tried to specifically concentrate on a person before. Very difficult to like make it um, directed, you're, like, it's like, um, it's like trying to put toothpaste back into a toothpaste tube, you know, like, you kind of can, but it's a big mess and hard to do, but you do hear ever so slightly noise, you can't define exactly what's being said, but it's like, like, white noise, like, there is something, But you just can't quite focus in, like, the radio's tuned wrong, you know, it's not quite there.
2: I can't, I mean, it sounds like static. Okay, that's okay.
0: Okay, we'll obviously need to do a little bit more looking into this, but uh, I do think in some uh, manner or another you do have uh, sort of a basic... A basic, uh, almost inherent magic for taking in other people's thoughts, maybe, or just some magic in the world around us. I'm not sure how how much you have learnt about sort of the arcane and the magic that exists in this world. Uh, Literally nothing. There is magic all around us. Uh, You'll hear people say that all the time. And for some people, they are almost born with an attunement to that magic. Some people learn how to control it. Yeah, that's the difference between wizards and sorcerers, and some people are just able to feel certain areas of it, as with you, potentially. Being able to connect to somebody else and the magic that inherently comes from everybody. And uh, maybe hear some thoughts, get a general vibe, maybe even a bit of uh, uh, empathy, sort of feeling other people's feelings. It would be interesting to explore. If you're getting headaches, I would imagine this is mostly coming from being unable to control what is entering your mind, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It can be dangerous if somebody wants to try and put something in your mind, but there's none of that around here. So it would be worth learning to control it, it would be worth getting a feeling of how it works. I suggest you come, when available, to some office hours, and maybe we can arrange some time during the week for you to... uh, Maybe put the tiara on again. It'll help you increase. It'll only work in this room. I have runes placed around. It's not something you can wear in the uh, outside, but...
2: Don't worry, I wouldn't.
0: It might help you to learn how to control it, and I might be able to help you with that as well. I do not have this power myself, but I am very used to the mind uh, understanding how to control the mind in some ways from a non-magical perspective which can help uh, in these kinds of things if of course this isn't working we can move to different avenues but uh, it would be interesting at the very least to, uh, to to look into
2: you know anyone else that's had a quite like this
0: hmm. or not personally i believe it has appeared uh in the world generally there are some uh, ...humanoids that genetically bring on this sort of thing. I don't know if your family has a similar trait.
2: Not that I know.
0: It might be worth exploring. Perhaps they do. Perhaps they've never known. Um, but not always the case. It could have been something that happened when you were younger. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I did it's hit th- my head a lot when I was younger. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that'll be the, the cause here. But it'll be something interesting to look into. Um... There is some equipment equipment I may be able to borrow from uh, Professor uh, Morthagus. that would allow me to see the outgoing magic from your brain and see sort of how it works. It's usually used when people are casting spells, but it might be helpful in this situation. I'll see if I can find that. And I'll do a little bit of my own research to uh, see what would be most helpful for, for our future here. Anything say, I should do?
1: You said that you hit your head a lot when you were younger. Technically, you banged
0: your head. It was head banging. <laughs> Uh Anything you... Uh, well, if you get headaches, make a log just so I know what you were doing at the time. If you hear voices, again, just note down what it was when you heard it. Those sort of things would be useful. Um, just so I know what environment you were in. We can see if there's a trigger. We can see if something uh, in the uh, outside environment is affecting it or if it's particularly random.
2: I mean, it usually the headaches usually happen when it's in the, like tight spaces with lots of people.
0: That makes sense. That makes sense. But just make a little diary. Nothing particularly detailed, other than the environment, what happened to you, to you, and uh, sort of who was around. Maybe the time of day as well. Okay.
2: Okay. Yeah. Thank you.
0: Okay, you are welcome. I'm going to go get some food. That is a
2: good idea. Here's your TR.
0: <laughs> Thank you. She takes it back, puts it in this little a nice little uh case and uh, i'm sure you head off with things to yeah. think about things to think about most indeed so 11 o'clock you, you're meeting i'm sure in the um uh, in the park maybe um anything in particular you guys wanted to do you want like that two hour break I'm gonna go to yetch in that in that hour okay but oh, two hours because I
4: have...
2: Just absolutely determined to get Greg to play at Hatch.
4: Yeah, yeah. So I have a, no a what between uh, 11 and 1.
0: Yeah, so That's it right. lunchtime as well. Um, okay, so where are, you, where are you heading to try and find uh, Professor Vasvas? Back to his shop. In, in town? I don't know, I don't know actually. Because you do know he is a professor at this university. Yeah, exactly. Well, I
4: mean, Let me look at the timetable for a second. Hang on. Uh, what does he teach?
2: Good. Alex, did you make a timing table for us? No.
0: Okay. No, but I amazingly, think. he'll probably be free. Huh? Yeah. I said amazingly, he'll probably be free. Uh, I'll oh, head shit.
4: to... I mean, presumably there's some kind of uh,
0: common room or common... There are offices. That's the sort of thing. So I'll head over that way. So um, the majority of the offices are over in Callaway Quad. Um, although... So you would... Be aware, you're not an idiot, that well, I, um, he, he teaches blacksmithing as well as um, this uh, uh, blood magic, so, chemograph. Chemograph. so uh, it's most likely he's either going to have an office in Callaway Quad or in Valuna Cathedral, because those are closer to the guild hall. Um, I'm just
4: having a quick look to see where I am at the moment. I
0: mean... believe we said that his, uh, his office was in Callaway Quad. Right, well, I'll head over that way. Um, so you head over there and sort of pop your head into the sort of office area, and there's a few teachers milling around. Um...
4: I'll uh, buttonhole the, 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 most, uh, pleasant-looking, friendly-looking the, one. The most
0: pleasant-looking and friendly are, one. Are there
4: any, are there any I recognise? Any other I've spoken to before?
0: Um, you would recognise, uh, Professor Bragan. He'd probably be, uh, wandering around. Ah, oh, yes, I've gotten okay with him, so I'll, I'll say, uh, Professor, Professor. Yes. Oh,
4: sorry. I'll take it in the right, in the, in the right voice, of course. Uh, Professor? Yes. Uh, I, I wondered uh, if uh, if uh, Professor Vasvias has an office up here.
0: Uh, his office is uh, in here. I can check if he's in for you. Oh, yes, please. I'd quite like to have a word with him. One second. And he heads off and goes over to uh, Professor Vasvias's door he, and edges you here a little. Yes, who is it? Uh the door opens, it's Varen Bragan, who I imagine you get along with fairly oh, well. And, you know, like
3: you know,
0: you've known each other for a long time, it says the same for you. Uh, there's a yeah. uh, student who seems keen to talk to you. I don't know what about. Which student? Um I didn't catch the name. Uh seems to be a Velarkin of some kind.
2: Ah, he's the, the Tar kid. Oh,
0: is in yes. Yeah, yeah interesting. Yeah, well, i'll let him know thank you. and he wanders off comes back to you carly and says he is uh available i'm ready to see you just down there to the left thank you very much professor that's very kind of you uh I, i'll i'll see you later mm-hmm. And head he down the corridor he head down the corridor lots of professors it's like kind of intimidating you're not normally intimidated but there's like try to look inconspicuous <laughs> so the, the area that you're in uh right now has let me get this number correct Uh, 28 offices. It's like an L-shape of offices, there's 28 of them, so like a lot of the professors are around. Uh, And you go forwards and around to the left, and Etch has like a corner office that's like a hexagon... uh, uh, an octagon shape of like... in the corners of Callaway Quad there's these towers, and they each have four like individual sort of corner bits of those towers, and he's kind of taken one of those. Uh, Office 15, if that makes any difference to anybody. Anyway, um, and you walk over and it says Professor Vassvayas on the door. Knock, knock, knock. Come in.
4: Ah, uh, Professor, uh, thank you very much for seeing me. It's such what looks so. Hope you're not in the middle of anything. I'm not disturbing you, am I? No. Fine. Take a seat. Oh, thank you, thank you. Well, before I sit down, can I just show you something? I'll take the... uh, uh what are they called. Braces. can braces. Take the braces, braces on. Take the braces and say,
0: yeah uh, I I've got these braces. And brought them with me home. And of course you see these braces which you recognise obviously your handiwork. These are the braces that you made for uh Flint four hundred years ago. Um, yeah. which are, I mean, you've counted them as missing for a long time. And of course, there's one particular feature that you're especially interested in when you see it. But, uh, from Carly's side, you see, from a very old and wrinkled face, quite the surprised expression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I've had these, they've been in the family for, well,
4: you know, hundreds of years, obviously. They, they belong to Flint and, uh, my, uh, my, I think my, my uncle had them originally, he came to my dad and my dad gave them to me and i've had them you know as like a, a keepsake of uh, a famous forebear as it were my cousin and and I, I had them on my wall but then recently i was doing some research in the library and apparently they used to have uh, like a like a, a, a grappling dagger or something so i looked closer look and it looks like they were made by yourself a long time ago i, I if you could tell me yeah. anything about them
2: yeah um He'll, he'll pick him up. And, and he's looking at the one with the gem in particular. Um, and he's actually is looking to see if it's still, if it's still a functioning gem or if it deteriorated like some of the others. i sure
0: you get out your eyepiece, you know, this sort of magical yeah. little thing to take a look at it. Um, and with the, a brief overview, um, I won't break your roll, Arcana, because at this point he's like a level 20 freaking, <laughs> you know, all the way up there. <laughs> um, And it is, an active and working gem, which is surprising. You know, there's not many of them, especially ones that have been cut by you. Uh, it is, however, not linked to anybody, so it couldn't be used specifically. It could, as with all the gems, still be used violently if someone like threw it at something, you know. Um, mm. But it's still working. You could retune this to somebody else, you know, given the chance, or if you wanted to.
2: Mm. Yeah, I made this for Flint uh, a long time ago. Uh, I, I thought he lost it. Honestly, um, so thought he he died and then just lost this somewhere. But now it makes sense that he gave it to someone he cared about. Um, it does look like the blade had been removed. Uh but it's very dangerous. You, you shouldn't you shouldn't be carrying this around. Is it? It's just a, they're Just
4: places, aren't there? I mean, there's no dagger in them. We're no blade. Are, are the blades are hidden in there somewhere.
2: No, but. If, I'm assuming you'd like to hold on to the bracers themselves.
4: Well, I mean, they're a family heirloom. I think my dad would. Oh, wait, unless there's some particular reason I shouldn't,
2: of course. I mean, you know, you know better well, than I do. You make them. I I will have to remove the dangerous part just because, you know, I, I can't. I mean, it puts the whole campus in danger as well as yourself if you're carrying this around. Really? Yeah, so uh, that's a bit of a surprise. I can return the bracers to you, just. Uh, Give me a day or so to carefully remove this. What? What? Which part are we talking about? Uh, th- this gem here. I can't. I can't tell you about it. Um. It's. It's just dangerous to be carrying around.
1: No, what? Mark. You've brought Etch the last thing he needs to take over the world. <laughs>
4: At last, after all this time. Oh, yeah, of course. Well, of course. I mean, if it's dangerous, it's fascinating, isn't it? As well, I think, at least i tell my daddy, he'd most, uh, I mean, he'd, he had them on his wall for all the time I was
2: growing up, as far as I remember. Yeah, I mean, if, How? If, if, if somebody, I don't know, if it got into the wrong hands, it could be much more dangerous than just, you know, an accident. So it's, it's, it's to do with the daggers, is it? Uh, it's to do with some of my earlier work, that I would rather not be in public hands.
4: Well, fair enough, I mean, you made them, so, you know, fair enough, that's why I brought them to you. Okay, well, I'll leave it with you then. I do appreciate
2: it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. you can take the one without it, um, I do appreciate that, I was worried about that, it's a constant source of anxiety for the past 400 some years, but that's... One problem solved.
4: Well, I mean, that has everybody help. Fantastic.
2: Uh,
4: yeah. I'll, uh, do you mind, uh, uh, is it okay if I if I tell my dad that uh, you've taken the gem out and everything? Sure, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll give him a shout this evening and he'll, he'll be interested to about it. He'll, he'll be interested to hear I've spoken to you, actually. You're, you're a bit of a legend back where I come from.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, you know, the stories aren't always what they seem.
4: Ha! Huh. I'm sure, I mean, I've... Uh, you know, uh, our family gets uh, a lot of, uh, I think, I think, un- un- undeserved attention because of our association with uh, Flint. I think he, I'm sure, he, uh, well, yeah, there are things we know he did which uh, aren't uh, aren't exactly, uh, should we say, aligned with his public image. But I think yeah. has, uh, you know, their, their public side and their private side. That's fair enough, isn't
2: it? Yeah, I, I, honestly, I think passing the. Yeah. The fact that he passed this down to your family is very, very much like him. Not very responsible, but very sentimental. <laughs> yeah, it sounds about right. <laughs> well, thank you, guys. It's fascinating.
4: Thank you very much indeed. Uh, sorry, you can't tell me more about it. If you ever, if uh, ever that changes, I would be interested to in know whatever you can tell me. But uh, for now, well, let's see. I'll say thank you. I better get going. I got to go to my next lesson fairly soon. So, thank you. I will. Oh, can you write down your your room number?
2: I, I can pass this off to your room either later tonight or uh, tomorrow.
4: Of course, here yeah, you go. So I can't remember what the room number is, but I'll write it down. Uh,
2: right. Two
0: one four or two one nine. I can't read my own handwriting.
2: It's a number. Two one
0: nine. No, no, two one nine. Two one nine. <laughs> two one nine. Cool. Two one nine
1: I I one two one two one.
0: Right,
4: well, thank you very much. I'll uh, I'll leave you in peace then. Thank you. That's very interesting. Yes, thank you. And I'll head back out with my one racer. back in my pack. Oh, actually, before I go, hmm. there's a question I was going to ask you for somebody else. A friend of mine is interested in uh, chain daggers, but there's having some difficulty finding out, out about them. Do you, do you know anything about them, or where I could find out about them?
2: Ah, uh, I mean, the closest I've come to. Making a chain dagger of any kind was a spacer. i I could I could convert them into a traditional uh, kind of chain dagger. I mean, I could craft a chain, and it'd be a little less elegant than the original design, but I could do something like that. Okay,
4: so I, I'm not sure. You got... I mean, these braces, I'll need to give them back to my dad eventually, but something similar to that might be the kind of thing they're interested in. In the meantime, is there any they can look up, you know, how to use one or, you know, where one would go to find out?
2: I'll be honest. I have never seen someone use that particular weapon. Maybe the city library? Okay, I don't know. Thank you very much.
4: Sorry. Yeah, thank you for your help. That's fine. That's fine. Thank you. Uh, okay, that's very kind. Thank you. I'll, I'll leave you in peace. And I'll
0: head out. Okay. You head out. You're yeah. through the daunting sea of professors. A couple of them looking at you like...
4: If I see any I recognize, i to just sort of... <laughs> sort of
0: Scuttering okay.
2: through. Okay. Just and that's what we'll probably head out a few minutes later. And yep. <laughs> steal it. in my class until the rest of the day.
0: He <laughs> probably doesn't have any lessons on a Tuesday. He's got a very minimal <laughs> schedule. <laughs> right. So you all have your lunch. Uh, unless there's anything else you want to do, it's you've just got. A... Oh, yeah.
2: Just that gave me such major vibes of like, going into the staff room at, l- at lunchtime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got a message <laughs> to one of the teachers or something. And...
0: Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so the rest of the day goes through fairly quickly. There's an arcane theory for Carly and Cromwell, uh, where, again, it's just speeding through this kind of stuff. You realize that this is going to be a tough year of writing down a lot of stuff. Uh, you get a bit of subterfuge, maybe? Um which is not with uh, Velka. This one is with uh, Professor Defuego, who is. Um, uh, let me let me look at my my notes to make sure I'm giving you the correct information and not just lying to you because I'd never do the bank, that. that. Whenever someone mentions his, his name,
2: that's like the kind of Spanish. Who's name?
0: Defuego. That would be a shame. <laughs> Well, you know. Um. Uh, 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 yeah. So, so the attitude towards the class is kind of similar to Velka. There's this like a bit more um, casual feel to it. There's still like the whole professor and student side of things, but less of the whole like. I am really important compared to you. It's more like interested in just like passing on this kind of knowledge. And it feels, um, just like with Velka, with very practical knowledge. stuff that they have done. You almost feel as though Professor Dewego and Professor... Um, uh, I always forget Velka's last name, Dinsin maybe adventure together at some point. Who knows? But um, you probably enjoy it. And there's the hair you know, waving about and flapping in there. Yeah,
2: half the class, Macy's trying to make her hair... Light on fire again, um, but yes, it's
0: fairly interesting. You know, the other end of uh, subterfuge, uh, and then actually, that's a, it's a point as well. I just wanted to, uh... yeah, that's fine. Um, you go through subterfuge ne- later on. Another history uh, class. What the hell is happening to my table there? It's managed to cut Carly's like the middle part of all of the letters of the name Carly and just like shrink it. Uh, Anyway, a bit of history for Calais and uh, Cromwell, and I believe uh, for Neva as well. So you will have a lovely uh, history lesson. Uh, Sorry, I'm I'm just now adding things in. I mean, I'm not adding anything in. Who would add things (laughs) in at this point? Anyway, uh, you go back to subterfuge, Maisie, but this time with Velka, so it's a weird sort of like out and in. Uh, a bit of combat tactics theory? uh no you have subterfuge at two o'clock so you have subterfuge at one o'clock subterfuge at two o'clock that's three o'clock and three o'clock is movement theory um am i looking at a different table let me uh look at your thing interesting uh oh, yeah. You say movement theory? yeah no i'm looking at your thing um evidently there's an area in this um...
4: Tuesday. I've oh, just yeah,
0: For some reason, my time was uh, incorrect and different to yours. Either way, you have some. Yeah, you have your subterfuge uh, at one o'clock. You have your movement theory at, th- at uh, three o'clock. And, yes. And uh, a bit of theory on studies, a bit of lore to end the day. I'm sure when you get to lore, Samir, d- I don't end by the day. I mean, like, it's been a long day. You've done combat tactics, which is probably some more practical stuff. You've done a lot There's of things no already.
2: Yeah, the very
0: yeah that probably makes a lot of sense as they I you know, on about all the law stuff oh, you know criminal law um which is probably quite hilarious because you're realizing that some of the activities you did last week were pushing on you know criminal activity Ooh. Um, but eventually the day comes to the, to the uh to the you end
1: mean, you mean when he killed someone that's verging on uh
0: yeah, killing two theory. people is usually considered that as a, uh, yeah, as that sort of thing. Um, eventually the day comes to an end, and, uh, you all end up back in the- in the apartment. Unless there's anything you wanted to do after.
2: Yeah. Anything special happened during Movement Theory?
0: No, again, no, it was nothing. more- like, it was a double, but it was more introductory stuff. No. You feel like you haven't quite got to the fun side of things yet. Okay. So it's the second day of our term. Exactly <laughs> Exactly. Day two. So in the evening, you'll get back, and I'm sure at this point, uh, Carly is eager to tell Maisie about what's uh, what's happened. Although maybe not so eager because it's not, you know, the greatest of. Uh, oh
4: yeah, I'll I'll pass on what I've learned. So, uh, when we're all back in the room, so say so, uh, Maisie, I, I I did get to see I got to see uh, Professor. That's for us. And uh, I did ask him about the, uh, the chain dagger. He said he might be able to make one, but he hasn't really come across them in the past, and he doesn't know much about them, unfortunately. He did suggest having a look in the, in the city library. So, uh, no direct information, but, you know, step forward I suppose. And also, he, he reckoned he could probably make one. So, if you can work out how to use one, perhaps he could make one for you. He was talking about... Okay. Uh, incorporated one into something a bit like the uh you know the the braces i have i got one of them here so we, it could maybe go in the end. that's pretty know. cool yeah i mean these are unfortunately these uh family everyone edu- very old now i don't think they that their leather is a to be where's the one with
2: the
4: gem oh he said the gem was very dangerous for it really surprised me i've mean, been in the family for a long time of course but he reckoned the danger. just looks like a rock well that's what i thought but it's you know he, uh, a made, <laughs> but he made it, so I suppose you know. I, I, I he suppose well, he knows what he's talking about, so he's he's kept that. He's going to take this the stone out. Uh, I suppose I should have asked him to put a, a dummy it or something to make it look nice, but you know, it doesn't matter really. It's mm. it's the braces and other thing, and they're, they're uh, a lovely thing up on the wall, lovely little mem bit of memorabilia, you know. Mm. If Cromwell's there, I'll sort of mention that to him as well.
1: Uh, yeah, I'd probably just be hanging out.
4: Yeah, so apparently that, that, gem, you know, that gem we were looking at, it's dangerous in some way. In fact, he said it's dangerous to the whole campus. I don't know what it, that, that meant. He wouldn't wouldn't tell me much about it, but uh, yeah, I know. I've had that my possession for a long time. My dad before me, so heaven knows.
1: No, Did he give you, like, a reward for turning in? Oh, the nice one is, you know, it's,
4: he made it, you know.
1: Yeah,
4: it's they
2: not <laughs> Not
4: the whole campus blower. Well, I mean, it's tell uh, reward warden itself, isn't it? Because we're on the campus. If it blew up, we'd be in big trouble.
2: Mm-hmm. I
1: guess.
4: Yeah, so a little He's weird. going to send the other one back once he's uh, taken the gem out. So, but there you go. So, uh, mm-hmm. so, if you want to go to the library at some point, maybe we can do it. You can go, you know, whatever
2: yeah I mean I, I'm my afternoon's pretty open tomorrow so maybe maybe tomorrow afternoon
1: so I'm starting to think that me and Gail are the only like like normal kind of safe people here Carl you've been carrying a bomb around without knowing about it know. uh, Maisie and Neva broke a historical site uh Samir killed two people. Um, hey, I need to protect you people, you're yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm very appreciative of it. But I, either I need to step it up a bit, or I need to, like, just make sure so I'm, you have I'm staying, uh, staying you kind
0: of pounds. below. I don't know, Cromwell, if the whole world smells like shit, you should check your shoe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, because the, the me, one thing I see in common with all this is that you were there. Yeah. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't there you, for your thing. What happened with you? We just watching. What happened? I wasn't with
4: there
1: your... when you when you broke the thing. Oh no, no they yeah. to. that's true. That's uh, true. What
4: happened Cally, what with your me. uh, meeting up with like, Professor Mathagas? Everyone.
1: Oh. Um. Yeah, it was. It was okay. We're gonna. I'm gonna meet up back with him again on Tuesdays. It's like a regular thing. Um. I think. Oh, excellent. And he says. uh that he would consider me for an apprenticeship and maybe do some experiments on me and, and that there might be some might be Wait, some what? money for it. That would, that would be nice. Those...
2: Sorry, what? Hmm?
1: Experiments what? on you? Uh, with me, I suppose.
2: You definitely said <laughs> on you, though.
1: Well, that that's how he said it at first. Um... Yeah. But I, I uh, mean...
2: Uh, okay. Now I'm double I, I'm concerned because... It is my psychology professor that's meant to be helping me with the brain stuff so that's she's going to use a tool from Professor Morthagas. So am I what, going to be an experiment too?
1: What brain stuff? Oh, you mean like how you managed to contact... Um... Yeah, that was... Uh, brain.
2: Neva? Yeah, whatever the hell that was. Oh.
1: Um. Well, maybe... Maybe that is something that you should go see him about because if it's the same thing as my... Uh... Brain, brain stuff. Um,
2: What's with
1: all you people's brains? I will, I will telepathically link with, uh, with, with Maisie and say, oh, "Are you fuck. hearing voices now?"
2: <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? It's never been this clear before.
1: Yeah. yeah, I can, I can, I can, I can talk to people's brains. Just, you think I you can, seem to. You, I just haven't I mentioned it because you, too, you so seem talking. Yeah, but with, <laughs> with with just my brain. And I'll, con- yeah. I'll link with Samir and go, like this. I can speak to your brain with my brain. Please never do that again. I will not I've promise that. Um, I just I didn't mention it to you because you seemed a bit apprehensive about your brain. But uh, mm-hmm. maybe you should go speak to the professor. Because he seems to think that uh, something about my the source of my magic might be... Um, not... not humanoid? Um... No. Oh no. So... Like, not humanoid, know.
2: like... What does that mean?
1: Like a dog? I, I, I guess, like a... like a dog, or... Magical dog. Maybe like a monster. Like... Oh, okay. Those are two
2: quite different
4: adjustments. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, it could be a very big dog with three or
1: or maybe something like uh, I saw in the strangeling book, but there's like a plain thing maybe it's like a plain thing maybe it's like um, your professor Velka, she's got non humanoid stuff maybe it's fine
2: oh my oh, god that's maybe that's why was, she accepted me into the university oh no
1: yeah maybe we're just two non humanoid people just living just living life and being experimented on by the professors.
2: But wait, how do you control yours? Because I can't control mine. And also I don't know if I'm the one talking to people's heads or if they're talking into mine or what's happening. It's just a lot of noise really.
1: Oh no, see mine is just one one to one. And if I, see, I uh, like
2: a lot of noise and I was wondering what the inhuman was just sounds about in the my fetch. Then I
1: realized
2: it was just your music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like is the one thing that makes them shut up for me.
1: It's kind of yeah. like if I imagine like a link, you know, between my brain and like latching onto your brain, then I can talk to you. Um, it's not like a like a general. I just hear everyone's thoughts. Maybe one day. Maybe we maybe we've just got it the wrong way around. Maybe I'm different. starting here and you're starting here, and we'll both meet like here.
2: Okay. Hopefully, yeah. So right now it's just like I walk into a small room and everyone's screaming different words at the same time. Are you, are you sure
1: that Where wasn't that? a concert?
2: <laughs> no, it's different. Okay. It's
1: definitely
4: different. When, when you're in a room with us, like now, can you sort of hear voices in your head now then? Apart from when like, Cromwell's doing this thing, of course. No,
2: it's normally when there's a bunch of people, like more, more than this. Oh,
4: okay.
2: That's good. Like at the... At the Teacher thing, there was a lot of people just like, shoulder to shoulder. So and you find it
4: in the lectures then, where there was students around you?
2: It's a little more spread out. In the lectures. Oh, that's good. Have, have you tried... You get in the way of, you know...
1: Have you tried EMFs? But, but I, like, mean, like, for your mind. How that work?
2: Mental loss. Do those exist? Maybe it's like
4: a, you know it's, it's a bit odd, but you know if you, it may, maybe there's a grain of truth there. Maybe if you sort of imagine a shield around your mind or whatever, maybe you can actually protect yourself from the noise. So next time you're in that maybe. kind of situation, maybe if you imagine a shield
2: protecting your your thoughts, maybe maybe it'll work. Who knows? Yeah. Well, I mean, it has to be before I go in, because once I'm in there, then it's already too much and I can't make it all. It has to be pre-emptive. Okay. But, that, but next
4: time you sort of perhaps I don't know, what about in the canteen area in the, in the university? Do you get it there when it was for all the students and things? I mean, if it's like a lunch rush, then yeah. Right. So if you know it's going to happen, you can do it as a, like an experiment on yourself, you know? So next time you go over there, before you go in, see if it's... Uh, you can you know, and then you go in and if it's working, great, and if it's not you get out again. Well Okay.
2: Yeah, I'll try just a that. Thought, you know, just a thought. I mean I'm no professor, yeah. I don't know. Maybe tomorrow. I don't have anything after my my morning classes. Yeah. Let's let's
4: well, I'm going to go and hang this back on the wall again. Oh, if a package turns up for me, it'll be the other bracer, by the way. If anybody sees it, just pop it in my room if you, if you do. If it does turn up, I must try you and get mean, a deck
1: for this one. You mean the bracer that was a massive bomb?
4: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, It have it exploded have at any bomb. moment. Well, you know, he never said it was a bomb, he just said it was dangerous. He never said how. Yeah,
2: he did say it would like destroy the campus though which
4: does no he didn't say that he said it'd be dangerous for the campus but he didn't say how he said it was something to do with how, how he used to make things a long time ago but he didn't really go into any detail well, I don't know. so it
2: sounds like an experimental
4: bomb Obviously, maybe everybody a bombing at though why would you make maybe... a bomb for a friend of yours
1: Maybe he was just exaggerating. Maybe it was like a metaphorical bomb. Maybe he just had written something on it that would be embarrassing to him personally, but also affect Only the reputation right of the universe. It Maybe it's like the equivalent of, you know, putting something out there from like four hundred years ago that was acceptable to say at the time. Well like gem, acceptable a like a symbol. Uh, a and then bracelet. nowadays it's not so acceptable, so he's he's getting rid of it and covering his tracks. I
2: don't know if there are any Social rules
4: about writing things on braces or gems in braces. I don't know. I don't know.
2: It's a racist. No joke. idea.
4: <laughs> Probably never know. I mean, perhaps you'll find out one day. You never know.
2: I tell you what, actually.
0: I guess we'll never know. No, no, trying to knock on the door?
2: Yeah. Is it not working?
0: Is this the, like, the apartment door? Yeah. Sure. There's a on the apartment
2: door. Oh, I get it! So I go over to the door and open it the Yeah, maybe you have to attach knock on the door you can't
0: just wave your hand. <laughs> well, before, uh, before, you you. Have, before you have Edge coming over, I was going to do a side yeah, thing okay. with a uh, with good old G-boy. Oh, so, only oh, in day, okay. earlier in the cool. day, earlier in the day, Edge, you yes. were given these braces, oh my word, look at that, it's the gem. So you scuttle off over into town to the etchery. Um, <laughs> going in the Should back door, of course. Um, and as, as you go in, there's you know your wonderful uh, assistant who I always remember the name of uh, Anton. Anton. Anton, who hears you come in, walks into the back and sees you staring at this thing, and he's like, "You're right." Yeah. What, what, what you got there? Uh, An old old project. Hmm. Any any more detail on that, or is, there just, is it just or or?
1: That's so all you can tell
2: you uh, it's not politically correct to say. <laughs> uh that, that uh that the kid came and gave it to me. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. seems seems my old friend uh passed it on before he passed on.
0: Right, right, right. Passed what on.
2: The the, the thing.
0: Yeah, and, and and what is it?
2: The weapon that I made for him back. Oh. Yeah. All right. All
0: right. What are you doing with it?
2: Uh, you know, modifications.
0: Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Was well, nice of him to bring it to you. Yeah, it was a surprise to see it again. I thought it was lost. Oh. Well, it's always nice to find something. You know, I always find if I've lost something best place to look is always the last place you saw it. And then if I can't find it there, then I try to retrace my steps. And if I can't retrace my steps too well, then I'll be, you know, looking all over the place. And then I'll find it eventually in some place that I thought it would be, but it wasn't. And then it was, and you know, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> well, if they brought you something nice, you should give them something back.
2: Yeah, I was thinking about it. Like what? You got any nice chains laying around? Nice things. Chains. Chains.
0: Mm. Well, I made it, uh, it's not, I kind of, yeah, hang on. (laughs) he walks off, comes back and he brings back um, a fairly thin chain, not like, you know, like a necklace chain, it's it's more like um, each link of the chain is half an inch maybe. And not particularly thick. Yeah, and that kind of a thickness, it's not very thick, he says, I was working on this a long time ago um initially started as part of my um uh uh, uh part of my sort of like uh, uh, uh blacksmith training and then eventually i worked on it a little bit more effectively it's like a super strong chain you know what that thing that i was showing you a long time ago where you're folding the metals and then you're getting that elven steel and they're mixing it in with a couple other things and you kind of make an extra strong and tough one it, you know a little more brittle but like it's quite a strong Trying chain Well, I made a chain out of it, and it it's quite a strong one. It's got the tensile strength of something quite a lot thicker than that. Very expensive to make, usually, but, like, you know, I've had it lying around for a while.
2: Alright. might if I use it?
0: I mean, yeah? Can I get a raise?
3: <laughs>
0: I can promise I'll think of it. Alright, best like an asshole. <laughs> it's just hands over. It's, it's you know, a good... Uh, ten feet of chain. Mm-hmm. Maybe, actually, probably more about 15, uh, 12, 12 to thirteen feet of chain. And it's it's quite a nice, nicely made. I mean, it's only like a, a, a sort of a dull silver color. Um, but not particularly like you know, um, particularly fancy. You know, but you know, it's nice. It's nice in its own right.
2: No.
0: He, he is right. Well, I'll leave you to it. You know, what's the stuff to do? Wanders off.
2: Thank you, Adam. i get to work uh, trying to get that gem out first.
0: Okay, so, I mean, you've, it's been a while since you've, uh, oh, you, you know, to. tried to do that. Um, but, you know, you you work on it. You eventually get it out. It's nice and safe. You put it in a nice little uh, protective box. It's been a long time since you've had to do any of this stuff, making sure you don't drop it on the floor. Ooh, the world explodes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, eventually it's a nice... Uh, just the bracelet with a with a hole in it, basically.
2: I think I'll find like a, a faux gem or like a placeholder gem that I would use for for like decoration and another in other things.
0: So a so nice like gloss, you can probably put that stained glass yeah. gem similar color. You stick that in.
2: Yeah, and they'll find just like a basic glove or something and try to not uh, not exactly replicate the the gauntlet, but trying to make the thing he was talking about earlier, saying you could kind of redo really the same thing. you
0: say gloves, you mean bracer
2: or glove? Yeah, br- bracer, gloves, whatever will work best. So whatever you have laying
3: around.
0: You, so you find there's a, like a pair of uh, old leather bracers which you have around. They're not all old like, you know, 100 years old, like a, maybe like five years old. Just sort of in the corner. They were half made. Maybe you made like an error whilst you were creating them, so you had to sort of remake a lot of things. So they're a little sort of... In fact, i bet you what it is, there's a design on the top of it that's like, um, it's like the head of a crow. But like, it's askew, like it ended up going on wrong and like the beak's ever so slightly morphed off so it looks really strange. Like it's not, but you know, it's it's a good base. And you work on it and you sort of work in uh, this chain uh, in such a way that you have a spring-loaded knife. And then a chain it kind of hangs out to the side a little bit, wrapped around a sort of a pulley system, so it's nowhere near as graceful as the other ones. It's much more physical, the sort of hidden, uh, or sort of encased chain, and to such a point where it comes up, and there's like a little sort of Spider-Man-style uh, trigger that you can flick, and it'll just like launch out the chain. Uh, in fact, actually, it launches, <laughs> it launches out the chain from the underneath, so you can then grab onto it and swing it around like a chain knife. With the, and, mm. you, and you just put like a basic dagger on the end. Nothing particularly fancy. Like yeah. I gonna have, I'm going to have
2: to head off. Okay. I will see you guys this evening. Okie dokie. Yeah. Okay. Bye. 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 And then he'll also get a post it note and um write good for one IOU and then sign beneath. And and head on over to the
0: apartment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bear with me a sec here. That one. There we go. Okay. Um. So back to the future. You on the door. Yeah. And oh, I yeah. I let you open up to see Professor Vaspas. Oh, holding two packages. One is the one bracer, and the other one is a nice, probably just like a. A wooden box just with the other two braces. It, it, would it be two braces or just the one brace?
2: Probably both. Yeah, two I mean, braces. They were, they were both left over from fucking around and finding out. So, I removed the highly dangerous thing, put a placeholder back so it doesn't oh. look odd.
4: Thank you, I was hoping you'd do that. That's very kind, thank you.
2: And, uh, just to show my appreciation for returning that long lost thing to me, uh, you mentioned the 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 chain dagger earlier, so I got some old gauntlets and made some of that in the box here. Oh, that's
4: very kind, thank you. And I think
2: kind. you I think you mentioned that was for a friend. So for you, I don't know what you want. So here's an IOU. Oh gosh. Just if you need something something made that's not going to be you know too materially expensive. Uh, I'll help you out.
4: That's very generous. Thank you for her. So that's very, very kind. Thank you. Well, thank you for, uh, for thinking to put a, a, a little gem back in the in the hall. That's great. That's, that's lovely. That's all I wanted, really, because that'll go on the wall. Uh, if I do think of anything, I'll, I'll come back to you. But in the meantime, uh, I, I don't know if my friend would like to say thank you. Uh, okay. uh, yes, of course. <laughs> uh, but I think uh, she's tired at the moment, having had a, quite a hard day. So I'll pass it on. <laughs> I'll pass it on.
0: Do you know what? It proves yeah. that we're doing a good job with the role play if you forget that it's literally yeah, it's the same close. person. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'll pass it on, I'm, and I'm sure they'll be terribly grateful. So it's uh, for a friend of mine called Maisie, so if, she, uh, if you see her around, uh, I'm sure she'll say thank you at a I, time or something. Yeah, if
2: I hear of any antics of somebody with a <laughs> chain dagger yes. going around, I'll know <laughs> to come and take them back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, i I didn't I'll, I'll, autograph that one.
4: <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh, I'll pass them on anyway, It's very kind of you, thank you. Have a good night. So you're welcome to come in if you want to, of course, but I imagine you're... That's all right, I'm, I'm, I'm tired, I'm very yeah, tired. I, I thought so, thank you. you, 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 must you. Yes, thank you. I'll, I'm sure okay. I'll see you around the corner. And... So i can
0: back and go over to Macy's room, in fact, and go knock, knock. Knock, knock, knock. knock. Did a knock, knock? I'm mad! I, I like to imagine you're sitting in that position where, like, you're lying on the bed with your legs just like straight up on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> just looking backwards <laughs> as, kind of, like, as totally
2: in. a heavy student. Headphones in.
0: Ah,
4: busy Hi. I've got something for you from Professor Vasquez.
0: I never spoke to Professor Vasquez. What is it? Here you go have a look. You were handed um, a very simple wooden box.
2: It's a box. What's in the box? What is it?
0: You open it up, and inside is it's an all right. set of braces. Um, or at least you see the one bracer first, which is like it's nice. It's not like fully complete. Like you can tell it wasn't fully completed. It works as a bracer, just the design is a little off. the 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 left, the one you're looking at, the left one is kind of blank, so it's just like okay like a deep brown leather but then you look at the other one and it's got this fantastic contraption you see this like chain on the side this dagger stuck underneath it and this like spider-man um trigger system uh, and it's got he's got that crow on the top which is like askew and you know, janky not, crow janky and not looking particularly great
2: And she takes out the first one's like it's not really my style oh my god that's awesome <laughs> <laughs>
4: Yeah, you remembered I'd asked about the uh, the chain dagger, and yeah, he's made one. So there
0: you go. Uh, can cool. you, tell you, all... put, yeah, you put it. You put it on. Press the button because you, you're amazing, and it just goes boom, straight into the wall. like the dagger sticks directly into the wall, and you're now like chain attached to the wall. Wait, it and of course, like it, works, and of course it goes straight over straight over yeah. left shoulder.
4: Yeah. Okay. I didn't a the I, I think perhaps maybe tomorrow we'll go and see if we can find a book on how to how to use these things without taking someone's head off by accident. Yeah.
2: Oh my God! Thank you, Carly. Mm-hmm. That's that's. Fun.
4: I'm very glad you like it. Uh, if you see Etch around, I'm, I mean Professor Vasquez, I'm sure you'll be welcome a uh, sort of a, a little thank. you. I did thank you, least. Thank you, Mon- Thank him on your behalf.
2: Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: Right, I'll, I'll leave it to you too, anyway. Sleep well. Thank you. You too. I'll head back and put my braces back on the wall again.
0: Yeah. It's, <laughs> it, it, it probably comes out of the wall easy enough, but there's now just this like really obvious like hole.
2: She <laughs> takes down a poster that was hung on. I was going to say, "Time to put a poster." up. don't tell me that.
0: So it comes to the end of the Tuesday. Was Cromwell doing anything else that Tuesday?
1: Uh, Outside of his lessons is probably... uh, He would chat with Niva uh, when she awakes out of her coma. Uh, Just because I I didn't write it down last time, but I'm pretty sure it was 10 gold a month that we'd agreed on. Is that right? Yes. Cool. Uh, So it would just be to arrange how that would work because he doesn't have a bank account. So uh, would it be but we'll sort that one 30 years back Uh, but it's just so that I remember and then it's on record because I've said it Uh... (laughs) no that would be it Um, maybe go for a wander um, Mm -hmm. just to see if anything has changed in regard to things that we can see that might give us clues uh, to the dragon orbs but literally just a wander not like a a intensive search
0: Um, you you don't find anything to have particularly changed since you last, um, uh, had a look around. Um, yeah. So, for now, you could, like, at least within the local, the, the sort of local area, you don't see anything that, that points out in any way. Cool.
1: Do I see any of the people from the flats that we don't like as I'm out about?
0: Uh... Roll me a perception. Thirteen. Thirteen. At a very, very big distance, uh, you see um, the main boy who lives opposite you. His big leather jacket on, his stupid haircut. Um, but it's, it's quite far away. It's not. It's, it's someone that like you could head towards, but it's not someone that you are currently in any danger of interacting with. Okay. Does
1: he appear to be hurrying somewhere, or no. stationary? He's, he's
0: walking, but he's not. Hurrying somewhere.
1: Okay. Uh. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna uh get my wand out, tap it, ripple, and uh become a um the equivalent of like an 18 year old for a dwarf. Uh, very uh top heavy, um as it were. Uh, dwarf girl and uh, just kind of like wander after him. Just curious where he's going. So I'm gonna just gonna follow him a little sure. bit. Uh, give me that one. uh But still, still my height, so short for a dwarf. Uh, in fact, no, so I'll make it a gnome instead of a dwarf.
0: So, You follow him, uh, what time is it? It's because it's kind of later on. You follow him, he's, uh, heading over to the library, it seems. Um, tell me at what point you stop following him. He goes into the library, uh, seems to walk through the library. He goes into, uh, what is obviously the sort of law section, uh, and starts looking for a book of some kind. It's about 10, 15 minutes. He's just sort of looking at different books. Eventually picks one out, goes and sits down on one of the, uh, sort of desks that is around, looks through one of the, and sort of looking at the book, takes out a notepad from like a bag that he had on his back, you know, which was one strapping, and just starts taking a couple notes, it seems.
1: I'll, uh... Okay. He's not doing anything suspicious that I can make fun of him for. He's just studying. <laughs> so I'll just, uh, I will... Since he's gone to the library and I'm in there, uh, I will... Uh, I wasn't expecting him to go to the library. That's the last place I was (laughs) expecting him to go. I feel like since I'm there, I should make good use of it. So I will try and look for a book about... uh, Just generally about the strangelings i'm gonna i'm gonna look for like a, a critique or or something of, of the strange things or or how they're viewed in the modern society because you'd said that a lot of the stuff that we've found is kind of very kind of um praising or distorted through a lens to make them look better i'm gonna look and see if there is anything that is like a critique of that or um things that were their mistakes or their not so great moments that kind of thing
0: Give me an investigation. Oh, that's not very good. Uh, eleven. Eleven. Mm, you don't find anything particular. Okay. Within eleven, I'll tell you that you find in one of the books, there is reference, it's literally just like a book. Kind of like an entire book of like an index um and it highlights um not necessarily like critiques but it, it highlights a little area of like articles that were written about the strangelings in the sort of um modern era like newspaper articles and like a, a few names of people that have written articles and the names of the articles but it doesn't have any of the articles here because obviously it's, it's a university library you don't think it people will have that kind of thing um maybe it's at the public library but You know that there are, like, newspaper articles about these kinds of things, and stuff that wouldn't necessarily be, like... the. You don't know if it's positive or negative, but you know it's not, like, textbooks and that kind of stuff. It's it's probably a different view, or at least personal views, is is the best way to put it.
1: Uh, In that case, I will, uh... I'll just make a note of those. Um, and then... Oh, bollocks. Bollocks. I just realised I wouldn't have taken a rest, so I actually couldn't have disguised self. So I've just been wandering around as me. Uh, That's fine. Birthday, I mean, you never want to any
0: point that it's going to make any difference. Yeah.
1: Uh, cool. So I'll just make a note of those and then head back to get some tweet. What then time
0: is, What time of day is it now? I reckon by this point you're looking at sort of like early evening. I yeah, if if it's not dinner. too late, I'm
4: actually going to head over to the car. is going to head over to the library as well. Student library? Yeah, student library at this point. I'm planning to go tomorrow maybe to the uh, city library with Maisie. But this evening I'm going to head back because I've already looked up stuff about the strange things. But this time I'm going to go to the same area I was looking at last time because I'm looking for any reference to the strange things and gems. Or okay. oh, etch and gems, that kind of stuff. Okay. I'm just curious about if there's anything about uh, these... It, 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 this gem in the uh, or anything similar to it give me an investigation investigation am i going to roll, high?
0: Am I going to roll there? Ah, boom. hello hi 19
2: 19 hi um uh-huh. so you have a little look
0: around and you find there is a pretty old book that highlights uh, some of like the weaponry and stuff to do with some of the original Strangelings. And you find in there, Hidden Away, uh, a reference to and Vasvaeus and his works with uh, Hemocraft, or at least at that point, which is called Blood, uh, Blood Magic. But sort of aside from that, you find his sort of um, it's a bit of a blacksmith, at leads to a little bit of like a, a rabbit hole down to eventually finding something that was, that's called. And I can't. I think we called them kinetic gems, didn't we?
2: Uh, or living, living gems. gems. Living gems.
0: So both names, like kinetic gems, living gems, is the only reference to gems you can really find. And it's to do with weapons, so it will kind of makes sense. It's in the right area. It's and it highlights that Etch used some gems um, that were found in the mountain, in in Veiluna's mountain, uh, that seem to have a lot of inherent power to buff up weapons. In some way, like, they are reactive gems. Um, They're called kinetic gems, you know, it highlights that sort of... They are... Like, if you... The more you use the weapon, the more chance there is that you can sort of use a special magic, but it kind of fades away, almost as if whatever at any point the details were hidden away of like what it even really is it kind of just goes on about yeah, special weapons i kind of think okay
4: that's fine i mean he's not to do any huge deep dives that would be just enough to give him a sort of oh that's interesting so it wasn't the only one and but he's not going to do much with it it's just a shred of interest i just feel like that's the kind of thing you would do if it was me i'd be like i need to know more yeah Okay. so having found that he would head back you head on
0: back uh, the day ends we move on to the wednesday um for the actual daytime uh and again unless there's anything in particular there's uh, all of your lessons standard stuff sort of plodding through but it gets to um about is it at, at about two o'clock you all end up free at kind of the same time sort of an early end ish to the day um and I'm assuming there's no lessons that you particularly want to highlight uh, in that.
1: No. No, I would have been free for two hours by that point. I was going to but... say,
4: in actual fact, if you look at the timetable, the only people who would be
0: in lessons between one...
4: and Samir, yeah. Niu and Samir, both of whom are not here at the moment. So um, those of us who are here would all have been free from
0: 12 o'clock. So you... <laughs> um, you have, like, a fair amount of time, uh, and I'm gonna sort of skip ahead to... one of you goes to the apartment, it doesn't really matter who, it's... Who, who's most likely to go to the apartment after lunch? I
1: was what? gonna head into town to swing by the magic shack, so okay. probably not me.
4: I was gonna suggest to Maisie we go to the, uh, library in town. But we can... We, yeah, might, go there, lad, go and some... we might go back and get a bite to eat first, though.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say, I'd probably just go to the refectory since it's 12, and then plan after that to go to the city hall or city library okay
0: so um you go back to the apartment just to pop in probably like maybe freshen up or whatever got, they've got to drop off the books and things and slid under your door you assume you don't know if it's just your door or a lot of different doors there is a, a little note uh that just says number 219 it doesn't like have your names on it and you open it up and without going into like huge details of what it actually says it highlights. Uh, it says at the top, Warforged Wars, um, and then underneath that says the Veilunatics, and highlights basically a load of details about Warforged Wars. What it highlights is that you are going to need to make um, a uh, effectively like a remote control robot that you will be piloting to fight against other robots. Now. Um, there is a base that you will be given, so effectively like a, a robot that already works that you're allowed to, within a few like rules that it gives to you, edit in any way you want, to add weapons, to add, uh, you can take away limbs, add limbs, um, and basically just make a fighting machine. Um, there is a budget uh, of like uh, 20 gold for like extra parts and... Uh, highlights that you are allowed to sort of get external um, helpers but it's not allowed to be any paid services uh, it would have to be you know someone who is uh, like a friend or whatever that kind of stuff is allowed but it sort of has some definition of like well, you can't really go out and just get someone to build something for you that you've commissioned with all the money that you have that's um, my
1: plan out Yeah. the window yeah.
0: it then says that you will be entering it into a tournament style uh, fight. So there will be um, 32. There are 32 teams, all of which will be making the robots themselves. And you will be sending them into battle with each other. And it has a little thing underneath of all the teams and uh, who will be fighting against who, which I have somewhere on here. I have somewhere on here. Oh, actually, I think I know where it is. I
2: have so many files!
0: There it is. (laughs) Uh, And you scan through it all, and you see that you uh, will be fighting against a team called the Carmanthian Dragons. And that fight will be in... Let me bring up the timetable. That fight will be uh, in two weekends' time. So...
1: Oh, I thought we had like months and months and months until the robot day.
0: Two weekends time, on the twenty
2: seventh. Oh no! We've got two things in two weeks.
4: Yeah.
1: Almantheon? Oh, are they? They're called- Comanthian dragons.
0: Almantheon dragons.
1: Uh, is it knockout? Do, does it say? It's From a knockout tournament, style tournament. Yes. Or... So, okay. if you
0: win, you move ahead. If you don't, then you're out. Um.
1: Yes. so we only have to win what three three in a row
0: uh you would have to win 16 one, two, pairs eight three, pairs four, four, four pairs oh and then five, the five fights okay. oh five okay one, two three four five yeah five fights is how it works out yeah
4: 16 goes down to eight. eight 16,
0: goes down to eight four four goes
4: down to two it Should be four so there's 32 teams oh there's yeah. two teams Right, so 13 yeah. goes down to 16, 16 goes down to 8, 8 goes down to 4, 4 goes down to 2, and 2 goes down to 1. Fights.
0: Oh. I literally have my tournament thing that I've written out. It's my fights. Oh. <laughs> um, Five in a row. Yeah. It also says that you can collect your sort of base model um, from the blacksmithing uh, area uh, uh, any day between like you know normal uh, school hours.
1: So we can get anyone to do it as long as we don't pay them.
0: Effectively, uh, yes. There are there are more specific rules, and like, rather than me like give you a big specific rules, it's more just like you can get some friends, but no, you know.
1: And you guys let Etch repay the favor with a chain.
2: <laughs> he no, could have he... built us the best robot ever. <laughs> I have an idea. I owe you and chain. The...
0: To give you but... an idea of how this is actually gonna work mechanically is I want you guys to make a uh level I think I went with level two Warforged using Heroforge. Any any sort of makeup um you can Using Heroforge? Sorry not using Heroforge. Using D Beyond. Um, make a character that is a level two um whatever as long as it's warforged you can use any class you can do any of that kind of stuff and i want all of you guys we can discuss it in game and a little bit out of game if you want to and you've got these three weeks to talk about it and that'll be like the one that you've made you can then come up with a hero forge model because that'd be kind of cool and then i'll just use my things to sort of put it into the game and we will actually have the fights against them the way it's going to work after that is every time if you win the fight you get to level up that uh fighter and then so you could get up to level six uh four five six it's level seven for like the end fight so it would be quite a cool uh thing to go with so it'll start off quite simple only level two uh in fact no actually level three start off level three because then you so, can have some like interesting stuff that's where the interesting comes in so it's level three warforged and then it'll level up every time to get some fun so stuff. basically
4: this what you're what you're saying is uh joe and
2: uh, greg to work out what the <laughs> so how to make the most broken warfords. <laughs> well, so exactly, well, well,
0: and I'll just go, hmm, and if if you like, I can do the, uh... And then, uh, in-game, of course, we'll, <laughs> in-game, we can talk about, like, who you're going to go to to help make it, when you're going to make it, all that kind of stuff. Um, I know this has a little bit more, like, of game stuff, but, like, it's just better to sort of do it that
1: way. And... Right. I've got an idea, Greg, of what, I, uh, what our best bet is going to be.
2: Some broken builds. But I
0: would wait until everyone's around to sort of chat with it and... I want yeah. a little bit to be on podcast as well, so that, you know, we can sort of follow along that. Um...
2: And then the the 20 gold add-ons, is that how much we have to work with for, like, inventory additions those? Yeah, things like that. Okay. So, like,
0: weapons or, like, uh, panels, like, sort of things to, like, stick onto it and, and fun to sort of... Uh... 20 gold is a fair amount of money. Like it wouldn't get you yeah. like really fancy stuff, but you could add like armor, or you could add big swords, or like a gun, or something like that.
2: You can know, you try. add armor? I'm pretty sure armor is all more expensive than twenty. I don't.
0: Pay we'll attention. figure it out. Ask me rather than look at the, the thing. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I can see the cogs all turning. It's
2: like, ooh, thanks. Yeah. And then, of course, in a co- my first thought for most broken class for it is is paladin no
1: i don't think so i no i think i don't know i think paladin would be would be be solid but there's one i think is more obvious than the others and then there's one that i think is the outside choice but it's fucking broken Uh, (laughs) (laughs) so Um, i'll I'll
0: um, see i'll see you i'll see you
1: yeah. Oh no, I'm, I'm talking, Player's no,
0: Handbook. In case it comes out later, just... no, no, stuff.
1: <laughs> no The one that is broken is Player's Handbook.
0: <laughs> no. No, I believe it, I fully believe it, it's just you know. And I'll be okay. making
2: it for my next character. Bear in mind though, I'm yeah. going to be making what you fight up against. <laughs> yes. Yes, but we are your uh, BM guides. To do some I am expecting fun things. I am
0: expecting fun things. Even if you're going to go with a broken build, at least aesthetically make it fun. Like, oh you yeah, don't, wh- you don't get this chance very often. So,
2: now, do they have to look like human, like tiny little humanoid Warforged, or are they like Adelmod cars?
0: Um, so it's based on a humanoid Warforged frame, but it does say that you can okay. add and remove limbs at your own best. Cool,
2: cool, cool, cool.
4: Dr. Octopus.
0: So yeah, we're I, uh, I've,
1: got, yeah. I've got I've got, I've got a couple of ideas. <laughs> I enjoy as well that these things are higher level than us.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll discuss this in the And also you get to throw use something that you can just full on throw into a battle. I mean you don't want it to die, but yeah. like <laughs> you know. Yeah. But just yeah. like
2: uh Super Otto Porcupine builds, we yeah. can fuck around and find out. <laughs> so um, yeah. um
1: Mechanically as well, between the fights would that count as them being a long rest, oh, or all yeah, these yeah.
0: things essentially, okay. Like, it'll be repair time and then levelling up time if it wins.
2: That's fine. If it doesn't that's win, fine. then
0: that's it. It's gone. gone. So it's what gone.
2: you're telling me that I don't have to make um, smart people check for this?
0: No, well, we will we will work on those sorts of things. Uh, the way I'm probably going to do it is once you work out who you're going to go to, I mean, like, for example, if you went to, um, you know, the etchery and then you've got your little blacksmith there or went to anyone else, I will let you build the the basics of it and then if there's any kind of additional stuff and then we'll start making you do checks and things to see if we, that's you can add that on, if you can't add that on, you yeah. So like if you wanted a special weapon, I might be like, well let's see. Fair enough.
2: Jane nice. Jane. Nice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know where there's a gym we can get <laughs> the a hell that's of right. tradition. <laughs> get it blows up. <laughs> That'd be a hell of an addition. Make it a gem infused. <laughs> oh my god!
2: Would it? Would that make it sentient? Uh, probably not. Oh, I can't. Because <laughs> I mean,
0: they won't have brains. Anyway, so uh, it's currently in the day. Uh, it is not that. Yeah, it's only it's only like uh, lunchtime, two o'clock, three o'clock. Oh yeah, lunchtime. Yeah. Sorry. So you you've gone gone back, had some lunch, and check come this back. Out. See you next. Oh And then Ooh, you're ah! So, I mean Make technically you know, Cromwell doesn't know about this yet.
1: Yes, I, I am unaware, I have no thoughts running through my head. Uh, <laughs> we, we know that. I, So where, do, where did
0: Cromwell want to go? Uh,
1: I was going to go check in at the Magic Shack. Okay,
0: so it's been a couple of days shack obviously of since you've been there. Uh, there's been a weekend. All alone, and huh? And mm-hmm. uh, you head back to the Magic Shack, and when you get there you can see the Um, Front border panels have, uh, they've not been removed. There is a new glass front to it, although there's like um, packaging paper on the inside so you can't see through the glass, but you can tell it's all been like put up uh, anew. Um, And then of course the door has also been replaced and fixed. It seems to be open.
1: I'll, uh, I'll go in, and if I don't immediately see Dr. Feltrin, I will call out, Hello, Dr. Feltrin! (laughs)
0: Oh <laughs> <laughs> Um Uh where's the, the thing I want to there it is. Uh there. so as you step in you look around and everything seems to be almost fixed. Um you can see a lot of the walls have been fixed but not painted. And then a lot. In fact, a lot of the like center area has just been cleared out. Like everything that was broken, has been removed. The rubbles all been taken away. All the patchwork's been done. Just kind of just like a big open shop uh, with nothing much going on. And um, there's a bit of a like a scooting of things in the back room before the door opens and a little head pops out and he steps out and like, ah, hello, uh, small oh, that- man. Cromwell. Cromwell.
1: Or or Mr. Beckman, if you'd prefer to be more uh, formal. But uh, you can call me Cromwell if I can call you Doc. How can I help you? Uh, Well, Doc, um, I I was just coming to to check in, see if you were doing, see if you were open for business, see if you had potentially been uh, bothered by any of the, the ruffians of which we spoke. Um yeah just make come um, just come check in.
0: Do I look like I'm open for business?
1: Uh, no, but it looks like you're pretty close, mm. but I didn't know that before I got here and I'm just uh, it's good to see that you are well and you seem to be in good health.
0: Well uh, thank you. if you are interested in business, I do have an inventory list. I do not have all of the items available yet but I'm happy for pre-orders.
1: Yeah, I'd, lo- I'd love to see that if you've got it and and you' n- you've not been bothered by uh, by any of the, the business of the previous weekend
0: yeah should I be worried of this
1: well just because we were attacked so just want to make sure that mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. you haven't suffered any any further break-ins or anything but it looks like everything's going pretty well nope Great! He, in that um, case, I would, I would love to maybe pre-order something.
0: He steps behind uh, his little, um, what is now sort of reframed, but not like coated in anything, it's just sort of like a wooden uh, cashier's desk, gets out a little leaflet, hands it over to you, and it is the thing I sent you. So that that thing I've sent to you is the standard magical shop, but because of the way things happen, and for some reason it doesn't save it when I save it, at the top i think you have the slider as well just switch it to minus 50 percent because that's the actual prices so if i could save it at those prices i would but i doesn't
1: like it. do not have a slider in which case so for it, example it says plus one light hammer a thousand and ten gold
0: um
1: is that the halved or is that so not?
0: just half everything everything is half the price that it says on there and okay. if you click on price i believe it'll set it by price you can yes. you can sort them whether sort of things, but everything is half the price that you were. Uh, there. Guys, There is a ten foot chain for
1: shop and ten foot chain for sale here. We can <laughs> get chain literally anywhere.
0: <laughs> oh
4: my god. Five, I need two and a half oh gold my pieces. God, <laughs> expensive. I could buy a red queen,
2: which I don't need. Uh I could buy a rod. You could you just buy coral for fifty gold as well? That's a that's really expensive coral.
4: Vicious dagger. I need some kind of something to some kind of mace is what I need. Ring of Mile 16,000? I not think I bothered with that one actually. Uh, uh, 8,000. Oh, 8,000. Oh, that's right. Now let me just check my pockets. Uh, Half-base armor of resistance. Shouldn't think so. Uh, golden Lion. What's a golden lion?
1: That's just what I was looking at.
0: You, you point to the golden lion and say, What is the golden lion? He says, Ah, a very uh, interesting piece. We call them uh figurines of wondrous power uh, sort of uh artifacts and things from around the world uh, it's a general term they are not made by one particular person they're not made by you know a group of any kind but it effectively is just a small figurine that has a, a particular power the uh, golden lion a very rare piece uh this one in particular uh there's always a pair you can use one or both of them simultaneously and uh each will become a lion. Uh, once you, once you uh, activate it, it and has a seven-day recharge,
1: and that's currently three hundred gold pieces. Yes,
4: which is marvelous. But I have about ten, so forget that.
2: Uh, I'm not there.
4: You're well, that this
2: dagger looks very good.
4: I'm not there. Come think it.
1: It's crazy the the prices on some of these, like, Wizards of the Coast has done, uh, always does a horrific job with the magic item pricing and stuff. <laughs> so like, you've got, for example, plus two padded armor uh, is 6,000, very rare. But the Ring of mind thing Uncommon, 16,000.
0: Yeah. yeah Crazy. I think he's like, trying to balance what it's actually used for, but... I mean, well, this is, this is obviously we're halving it, but in this world as well, especially if you're Cromwell, these are like magical artifacts which... Yeah, they, they are insane. Like, the people that tend to have those kinds of things are adventurers, that have a lot of money, or they get given them as, like, you know, things for missions,
2: and... You know, it, it's... Well, why is a reliquary two and a half gold but a piece of coral is 50
0: gold? Because the coral um, is technically a gemstone.
1: And a reliquary it's... could be, like, anything, just blessed by, like, a saint or whatever. It doesn't mm. have to
0: be, like it uh, doesn't have to be very, very much. It counts as non-magical, <laughs> hilariously. Because a reliquary doesn't have to be blessed. A reliquary is just like an old piece of a saint or something, effectively. You don't have to revise... A, me so- a reliquary is a holy symbol. Uh, oh, sorry, a holy symbol. It's a representation of a god of Pantheon, a cleric, or a paladin. can use a holy symbol as a spellcasting focus described as a spellcasting section. So it's, it's not even magical. It can be used as a spellcasting focus or it, in, in other things.
1: Hmm. Uh, and just to check, we had previously said about anyone can use a, a scroll. Was that right? Anyone we'll can use a scroll. So many things I want to get. Uh, I do not have 300 gold, though. <laughs> no. I have... Oh, if you click on, on the little symbol, it tells if you've got stuff in multiple currencies, it tells you what you've got in gold pieces. That's great. Oh, take
4: it. If you
1: So if, you go, if you're on d d Beyond and on your inventory, it says just on that little top right of that little box, it's got your thing in different currencies, if you have it in different currencies. If you click on it to manage it, it says at the top total in gold pieces. Yeah. So for example, because I've got some platinum, it just converts it all for me straight away. Which is great.
0: That is quite good.
4: I have nearly, but not quite, ten gold.
2: And the girls uh, are blocked off
0: from their card.
2: I've still got a bit. Just not enough for a vicious Stagger. No. Well,
1: you'd you just lose it straight away anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <probably>. <laughs> Okay. I am Well, now going... if I put
2: it on the edge of the chain, at that, 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 that point, I just don't know how to use it correctly. And that's a whole different.
1: A plus two short sword for you would be fucking nuts. Like, plus two at low levels is insane. It would cost yeah.
2: 2,000 gold. Yeah. Yeah, that's not happening.
1: God, I really want the golden lines, but I cannot yet afford those. So instead... Uh, what are the rules... Uh, in- it would- in- as a- part of a general sense, Alex, within Veluna of riding around on, like, a horse or a mount of some kind. In terms of Like, is it- is it um, the done thing?
0: You would see a couple people on horses. There to be people going places, because there's carriages and things around all the time. Mm. Um, there are, like, effectively roads, which would be more appropriate. Like, you wouldn't be going down alleyways and stuff. But, like, in the large areas, it wouldn't be, like, an insane thing to see someone- riding along on a horse, uh, you wouldn't, like I said, go down some of the smaller alleyways, or, like, just, Im- just imagine pro- being, imagine being in a car, like, in, in normal, uh, in the normal world. Like, you wouldn't drive into the center of town, because you're not allowed to, whereas you can go It's around.
2: probably a thing where, like, the old city was primarily made for walking, so there's not many roadways up there, but the new city that's been added in the past 400 years is... Yeah much more
0: roadie in, in the older city as well you'd need to take a lot of care of your horses hooves and horseshoes and stuff because a lot of cobblestones old cobblestones
2: yeah.
1: okay I oh okay I'm gonna I'm gonna buy something and then I might uh, I might message you about it Alex oh, okay. Uh, so I will pick up a uh, scroll of fine steed please for 120 well,
0: gold You say to him, you would like this qualifying scene, he says, Right, yes, it's on order. Uh, If you uh, pay me half the cost now, uh, I can put that on uh, retention. And then when it arrives in, uh, he checks his notes, uh, six days, uh, come back, pay the other half, and uh, it is yours. If uh, you do not come in within 48 hours of its uh, arrival in my shop, so in uh, eight days, I will uh, re- refund your money, but I will no longer be holding it for you.
1: Okay, um, is there any kind of um, discount? Should, should your delivery be delayed, but I'm here?
0: My delivery will not be delayed.
1: Oh, and you must have an exce- excellent carrier service to, to be that confident in it.
0: No shipping um, delays on Joe. The best businesses so. are the ones that uh, stick around.
1: But I hope I hope that they haven't recently had like a ledger go missing or anything. Uh, okay, I can I can give you half now. Uh, in fact, no. I tell you what, I'll just I'll give you the full thing now as a as a token of token of our burgeoning business relationship.
0: Makes no difference to me.
1: Um, and then could I just have like a little re- receipt? It's mo- mostly oh, yes, so standard, I mostly standard, so I have standard, like a standard, reminder standard. for the
0: day. To be honest, it is standard. If you want to note stuff down, by the way, I. Uh encourage you guys to go onto that timetable that you will have shared and write stuff into that
1: oh i have already i yeah. i put on tuesday mornings professor morthargas special one-on-one time at nine o'clock on tuesdays
0: because I, I will check your Oh, don't call it that. I'll, I'll, I'll check what you guys have added but i obviously add my own stuff into my version that you can't see as well yeah. so uh so uh, he, he says right you give me that 120 uh
1: uh yes i shall hand him 120 gold or 12 platinum uh, or whatever it is. I do not have 12 platinum, but a, uh, yeah, I, w- I will get rid of all my platinum.
0: You hand it over and he uh, goes behind the desk and he writes out some stuff, uh, has a bit of a, like a magical stamp that when he stamps down on your, your little resti- receipt, there's a little <laughs> of like magical dust, and uh, it kind of twinkles, you know, even if there's no light, and he hands it to you, it says, you know, one scroll of fine steed, paid, and then has the t- uh, 120 gold, and then, um, yeah. So, which, which day is it? Sorry? So, he said it will be available in six days from the current day. So, that would be, uh, I get my timetable. What day? It, uh, because uh, it's currently the Wednesday, it would be one, two, three, four, five, six. It'll be next Tuesday. Oops.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, go to Magic Shack to pick up uh, Scroll. Cool. Someone will remind me to go do that. Oh, it's, uh, it's in there, so. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, wait, hang on. If, because I've, I've given you all the money um, now. Uh, I don't suppose it would be any trouble for you to just teleport it to my room like you did with that initial um note for the job that we did uh, so would that would be, be uh, great
0: extra uh, it's extra or delivery oh, okay. rather than pickup
1: uh just for the future how much w- would that be
0: well we have standard delivery by uh, uh post walking post uh would cost you uh, five silver depending on the size but for a scroll five silver if you wanted uh expedited uh delivery obviously uh, not currently possible but when it's in the shop the next day that would be uh uh one gold to two gold depending on the item and the day uh if you wanted to teleportated a teleported delivery that would cost you uh, five gold And uh, this is all within local, it changes if you're going to be international or any of those things. And uh, obviously it's free if you want to pick it up.
1: Okay, that's great. Uh, In that case, I will see you on Tuesday. Okay. Uh, Or possibly Wednesday. And I'm very glad to see that you are well, Doc. And I'll I'll see you soon. Don't forget to reach out if you've got any more, more jobs.
0: Uh, Okay. Hey Sort of just turns around and walks off. <laughs> he doesn't really reciprocate the, you know, uh, cheery way that you uh, approach it.
1: That's okay, I'll wear him down.
0: <laughs> and then just before we end in the meanwhile, what were the other two of you, you said you were gonna... Oh, we're getting off to the library to look up, uh, for, this is the city library this time. Okay.
4: Yeah. Looking so, for books on how to use a dagger without making holes in
0: your wall. So you head over to the city library, which is fairly close. Um, Hilariously, the city library is actually closer than the... um, It's it's (laughs) a little bit closer than the other... uh, the the, the university library. So if you have that map of Veiluna within the area that the Uni's in, that sort of darker blue area, on the right-hand side, the more rectangular large building is uh, the city library. Hang on, I need to open the map. uh, It doesn't matter too much. Um, but you walk over to it, it take me you know, 10 minutes or so, and it's you know, uh, Veluna city library, and it's this very impressive build, these sort of big Grecian style columns, yeah, um, I know Greg you haven't been, but if you are into Birmingham, some of these buildings that have this like really impressive like columns and uh, all sorts of fancy stuff all around the side of it, it's one of those kind of buildings, which is extremely impressive, these huge doors, the I mean probably a similar kind of thing, um, and you walk up and in, it's you know, an open free library uh, to walk in, and The inside is insane. There's obviously multiple floors, but with, like, balconies, so you can see a lot of the different floors, you know, about three floors. The whole thing is just, just walls and walls and walls and walls of books, um, ranging from all sorts of different things. There's a little, uh, one of those desks, um, reception desks in the area that, in the centre, that is a circle with, like, people on the inside of it, uh, with, like a big, um, uh, I was gonna say, the big, the big skeleton or something, I- I don't- I haven't really thought of, like, what creature it is. But, you know, like, you know, how they have these sorts of things in the museum or whatever, so,
2: Dragon. Oh, Dragon Grey rend. Um...
0: There's a what?
2: I do uh, yeah, Is a, that a thing? A big- like is a, like, a grey rend a thing, Joe? A grey rend? Mm-hmm. Sorry, Could say it again? Is a grey rend a
1: thing? A grey rend? Yeah it uh in what context Sorry, i was reading i B&D <laughs> monster. um it like it sounds familiar to a cr thing
2: for uh yeah that's what i'm thinking is like the epilog thing for vex the thing that she
1: yeah there was some creature in the woods outside of Wystone or something that's why it's yeah. like the gray hunt or something
0: yeah well, it's not that it is in fact the yeah. skeleton of a chimera so it's like a oh, the big thing us this discussion just give me time to come up with what it actually is dragon-esque body and then it has a, a this sort of head of a goat a lion and a dragon uh, up the front uh it's fairly large sort of like hanging above this sort of opening area and then all sorts of different routes up and around that you can go with all sorts of uh, books everywhere
4: um, huge and so- a lot of people as well so is there, like a, again, a reception bit with uh, yeah. librarians? Right
2: beneath the librarians?
4: I missed that bit. So, okay, so I'll, I'll wander over there first, which well, is pretty amazing to
2: you. Amazing to just look around like, yeah. Uh, oh,
4: yeah. Uh, <clears throat> oh, we're interested in um, uh, doing some research into a particular kind of uh, weapon. Uh, a thing called a chain...
2: Chain-nice. All right or right. All right, all right. Do you
0: have a particular uh, book that you're looking for author or is it just something under those sort of Just
4: something uh, about uh,
0: all right, all right, right about, uh, History
4: of or uh, or more interested in how you how uh, the, the tactics when using it that kind of thing?
2: Um famous uh wielders of this particular weapon and or fighting style? Um it gets out
0: what appears to be like a big stone tablet, um, like a rectangle, this kind of a size, like an A4 piece of paper, kind of slate stone, and uh, does have an apple and and on that? Like a weird um, sort of cylinder pen, but it doesn't have yeah. a nib in it, and just like, oh right, oh right, oh right, and then just starts like yeah. filling around with it and scrolling, scrolling, and scrolling, and goes yeah, right. yeah. Well, if you're looking yeah. for stuff that's to do with weapons. We obviously have many areas to do with that. If you're looking for stuff that's to do with martial techniques, we have some stuff to do with that. If you're looking for stuff to do with blacksmithing, we have some areas to do with that as well. Any of those no. helpful? No. Uh,
2: well, I mean, maybe, but they're a little more vague. The chain. Can you look up chain knife? Chain knife is chain knife.
0: Chain knife. you got, got some bookies. Uh, books. You got. Um... What do you want to do with it? Do you, like I said, do you want to learn martial techniques, or do you want to... Ma- yeah,
2: martial techniques. It's not right, how to make it. Alright. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay, well, it looks like we've got The Art of the Blade, uh, a book by uh, uh,
2: B.R. Heston.
0: Oh, I've just... Hold on, things. I have to
2: write this down so that I can make you remember later.
0: <laughs> it's The uh, Art of the Blade. By, I think as you said, B.R. Heston.
2: Yep, B.R. Heston.
0: Um, Oh yeah, you'll be looking for like second floor over on the northeast side Um, It's like a bit of an area over there Uh, It it should be in there, it sort of of mentions it um, A little techniques and stuff Um, There's another book that is um, uh, Problems with Ranges um, Which is by uh, S.S. Martinson But I don't think that would be as helpful That one seems to be highlighting why you shouldn't use them
2: I'll look in... I'll, 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 okay. Problems with what? Ranges. Okay. Ranges or rangers? Ranges. Because <laughs> okay, Problems with rangers is just tall breading. Is
4: um. <laughs> like, right, that useful for you.
0: Yes. Hopefully. Hopefully, thank good, good, you. Alright, alright. Anything else I can help you with?
2: Nope, we'll be on our
0: Oh, from here wonderful, face. need anything else? Just let us know. Um,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> as, we, as we walk away, I'll just look at Kyle, like... I, I don't like it. Like, she's very helpful, but... Just, it's an energy I don't like
0: it. So you walk up first floor, up into the second floor. Uh, and eventually find your way into the corner and looking around, you find a little area that's sort of like martial and then sort of techniques. And eventually you find Art of the Blade by B. R. Heston, uh, in, which through, blade. Uh, in which flicking in which you find a little like two-page spread that just has like different movement techniques for a chain blade like this it's not very focused but it has like um you know you know like the scrolls of like water bending that you see where it's like the yeah positions that you need to stand in in, in sync it kind of that kind of a thing so it tells you like how you would move to sort of swing it around to do certain things which highlights like you know throwing the blade forwards like a swinging motion just some like basic things that would allow you to do it it doesn't really Give much like extra. It seems like you'd have to work out of her bit of it yourself, but you know, it's it's some stuff in there. It's got some some detail. Okay, that's a good start.
2: All right, it's it's just the two-page spread. That's yeah. Possible. Okay, then I will um, pull out my notebook from class and just copy it down into that. Yeah, fair enough. As best I can.
0: Just use little stick figures.
2: Yeah. Stick figures. Focus on the angle.
0: Alright,
4: oh,
2: that's good then. Yeah, nice hopefully, option. this will be enough for Knavalka. For it's weird, Tom. Professor yeah. Denzine.
4: Excellent. Well, I, I mean, I don't need your course, so uh I don't think Oh, wait. Tell you what, uh, while you're doing that, I'm just going to go back and have a quick word with the librarian again.
2: Alright. I'll be here copying this, probably. for... Well,
4: head back now to the librarian. <laughs> looks a little
2: hello 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 found everything you
4: needed or is uh some yeah, problems no 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 that was very helpful thank you there's one other thing i was looking for though which mm-hmm. is just idle I curiosity and that's uh anything to do with that you, you're aware of the strangelings who used to be sort of active. everyone's aware of the strangelings around here yeah yeah i thought i thought so yeah uh, there was some, one element of um that i've been researching which i haven't found much about i know you right. can find something here, which is about their weapons and about uh, some of them had a particular kind of stone. You're interesting in weapons, aren't
0: you, all right? A particular type of stone. What, what's the name of this stone? I, uh, oh, it was called... What was it called? A kinetic stone, I think it was. Kinetic stone. I don't have kinetic stone. i got
4: a kinetic crystal. Well, that do. Yes, that, that sounds... Yes. Ah, oh. <laughs> no, can't
0: be it. It's a totally different thing. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> all not right, a lot written on those. Um, the only thing I can find is on... Uh, particular uh, if you go into like the uh, we have a lot of old newspapers uh, which you can flick through there is a particular article written by uh, one a Chilean Vesfayas, which seems to be like an interview based on weaponry and uh, other to do with the strangelings uh, well sounds
2: just uh, as fuck off <laughs>
0: Yeah, sure.
4: That sounds. uh, Where where would I find that? First
0: floor over on the west side. You'll find a massive area, lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of drawers. You can find through all of the different things you're looking for. uh, An article that was written, uh, see, 216 years ago, uh, on the uh, 7th of July.
4: I'm writing this down on a bit of paper because
0: I'll never remember. Uh, And uh, yeah, you should be able to find it, particularly page four of the newspaper. And that's uh, that sounds marvellous, okay. The, the okay.
2: Veilun, Veilun, Times is what you're looking for there. You're telling about... me that uh, Strangeling uh, didn't even make the front page for an interview about a specialty of theirs? I mean, if
0: Edge ain't not going to give much detail, it's not going to go on the front page. Fair.
4: Very
0: <laughs> uh, Okay, thank you, I'm going to have a quick look.
4: Okay.
2: So you head on over,
0: you, you've got those classic like um, newspaper viewing things on the drawers and you flick through and f- eventually find the newspaper. Big
2: old table crystal, that you go.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, mm. And here's a question, of course, for you, Greg. Uh, in, in an interview of weaponry uh, that the Strangeling have used over the years, so this would be 200 years or so ago, so 200 years after sort of the campaign, um, with an, 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 an etch with interview, <laughs> or in yeah. fact an interview with etch, how much detail do you think would be given of this kind of stuff it has to mention the word kinetic uh, crystals
2: you know i don't know what these kinetic crystals are you're talking about <laughs> I've never seen them before in my life are you talking about the explosive ones beneath the city way in the past maybe maybe that's what you're thinking about i know i'm old but i'm not that old
0: so you find um, it's a very held back answer that doesn't seem to highlight how kinetic crystals could be used or it's all a rumor is deflecting things but it does seem to highlight that it uh, in reference to these sort of explosive crystals uh, underneath and then the article itself goes on to, hi- to sort of go into a bit more detail about uh, in uh, the mountain of uh, Valuna that the city is built on deep underneath there are crystals that uh, if dealt with incorrectly, it was found that they could be extremely dangerous, kind of explosives, so they had to do a lot of things to work with that. I mean, you already know this, of course, but for Kale. Um And the, the implication is that um, Etch refines those crystals to be weaponry, rather than just, like, chaotic, you know, explosions. That's interesting. You don't know how that, like, infuses with a weapon, but, you know. Fine.
4: That's an uh, interesting little article. Lovely. So I'll head
2: back to where Maze is. He's finishing off drawing those stick figures. The stick figures are... They, they're they just, like, various... They've got different styles. I'm like One of them's got a giant mohawk. You know, yeah. Another <laughs> one of them's just, like, got spikes coming out. <laughs> all over the place. One's got flaming hair. Yeah. yeah, oh, for yeah.
0: sure. if you have to get the flaming hair. Uh, mm. And as you head back towards uh, the apartments, we will end up the session there as you've uh, looked at this. Now, I would recommend that some of you make some notes of things you were going to ask in upcoming days because it's now going to be three weeks before we go back to C2, which is sad. I know, yeah. so sad, so sad, so sad, but, you know, I'm getting married next week. so We're going back to C2. C3. That's the big news. I said yeah. C3, I? No, we said C3, didn't we? said C3. So, the way the schedule is going to work over the next few weeks, and well done to anyone who's actually made it this part of the podcast, is next three weeks we're going to be doing a uh, sort of mini side campaign. Uh, run... Next four weeks,
2: Because next week is the wedding. Okay, sorry, next, next week three weeks, weeks
0: they're happening. Next week there will not be any content three yeah. weeks after that there will be um the start of a mini campaign run by greg starting with the session zero moving hmm? on to um some other extended stuff and that mini campaign would will be coming back in the future because we're going to start running like a three week one week uh sort of thing and but we'll be going back to um c3 uh-huh. after that so a lot it could that be a is, month I'll to like... see any more c3 stuff Yes, I, well, um, for me, more than
4: that, because I'll, I'll, the, I'll be there for the first two weeks of the mini adventure
0: thing. i um, be okay. away for a few weeks. Yeah, I'll get everyone's schedules, but the point is... Uh...
1: I'm probably going to be away a weekend in September. There you go. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'll
0: just do that. Uh, point is, we've got... Uh some curious things to think about. I would say yeah. some curious, mm-hmm. curious things. Thank you everybody for watching. Thank you everybody for listening. And we will give some awkward, awkward, awkward waves as we
2: say goodbye.
0: Bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. bye, bye, bye. Uh, See you soon. You didn't all
4: die yet. Uh, yet. Mike's my crystalline is closed.
0: I hope you enjoyed this episode of Dicebreakers. thank you to Dark Fantasy Studio and Nicholas Judy for the use of their music in the episode, and a big thanks to you for listening. If you prefer to see us live, don't forget to follow us on Twitch or Glimmerish at Dicebreakers and d or if you want to watch us at your own pace, consider subscribing to us on YouTube. Don't forget to come back next week to see what the characters get up to in the next part of this epic adventure. I'll see you then.